Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am T. Erica, your host, and I am exploring the relationship between mental health and personal success. Maybe someone has told you that you are mentally ill. Why would they tell you that? Maybe you're not acting according to their expectations. You're not helping them to achieve their goals. You're not easily controlled by what they want you to do. So something's wrong with you. I don't know. You know, sometimes when I look out into the world and I love to study leadership, I love to study the great leaders in history. And it seems to me that when I look at them, they're all people who would be deemed mentally ill because the symptoms of mental illness mean you don't indicate that you don't follow the rules. You think outside of the box and you take big risks for your life because you have a grand vision for your life and for others. So anybody who does any of those things, the risk takers, the move makers, the people who go against the grain, they're the ones that end up changing the world, shaping the world, achieving amazing things that were unheard of. But at the beginning of their journey, they're being told that something's wrong with them for even trying. People want to tell them to sit down. You're not being right. You're not thinking right. You're not acting right. Sit down. Work this job. Do what you're told. Because if you're not doing that, then you're being mentally ill. Something's wrong with you. You're crazy. And I have personally been called crazy for that same for that exact same thing. But today I was like, you know, let me go ahead and look up some signs and symptoms of mental illness and see if they make any sense to me. Because when you think about it, who determines whether someone is mentally ill or not? Who is the authority that can sit there over humankind and say, this behavior is acceptable and this behavior is not? Who gave that person the authority to do that? And why do we believe in their authority to tell us that if we don't behave in the way that they expect us to, then something is wrong with us? Why do we automatically accept it? Just because it's written in a book? So we're judging ourselves by someone else's opinion. Why? Don't we have enough opinions of ourselves to go by? What makes their opinion more important than our opinion of who we are, where we're trying to go, and what we want to contribute to this world? But you tell me I'm crazy because I don't want to work in a call center and I have a business idea that I want to go forward with. But you tell me I'm crazy. But we'll get into more of that later. For now, let's talk about these signs and symptoms of mental illness that I have seen, the warning signs of mental illness that I've seen on the American Psychiatric Association website. This is their official website. This is what they say. If several of the following are occurring, it may be useful to follow up with a mental health professional. 
Okay, the first one is sleep or appetite changes. Dramatic sleep and appetite changes or decline in personal care. Um, sometimes you're not feeling it. Sometimes you're excited. Sometimes you're not excited. Sometimes you're angry. Sometimes you're frustrated. Sometimes you're worried. Sometimes you're feeling all of these different emotions that come with being a human. And it's going to impact impact your sleep and appetite. It's going to. You're not being mentally ill. You're being human. You're going through all the emotions, which is why we came into this experience to live this life, to feel these emotions, all of them, not just one state of being like a zombie in happiness with a smile on our face. We came to experience all of these emotions. But that's a sign and symptom of mental illness. That if we, if our sleep pattern changes or our appetite changes, I don't feel like eating today. I'm depressed. I'm sad. I don't even have a, I don't even have a taste for what I usually have a taste for. It happens. The next one is mood changes, rapid or dramatic shifts in emotions or depressed feelings. Our moods are going to change. We're in this world and this society and this society is ridiculous. There's so much going on around us that we can't control that impact our lives on a daily basis. We're going after our goals. We're interacting with strangers on a daily basis. We don't know what's going to come into our life at any time. And at any time, any outside circumstance can affect the way we feel about our lives, our chances for success, and ourselves. Of course, my mood is going to change. I'm not in a mood today. That's because I'm human. The next symptom is withdrawal. Recent social withdrawal and loss of interest in activities previously enjoyed. To me, that sounds like adulthood. Okay, so as a 20-something person, I liked going to parties and joining different clubs and participating in certain activities. Um, Now, when I'm going on 40, I don't like those things no more. I'd rather spend more time with myself as I begin to define what I like about myself and refine what I accept as far as behaviors from others. And everybody is not going to be included. I'm growing up. My standards are raising. So, no, I'm not going to sit at the bar with a bunch of strangers laughing and talking about anything. I have more goals for my life now. Well, that petty nonsense that I used to do when I was younger, accepting anybody and everybody who had a smile to join my circle, that's not happening anymore. I'm withdrawn. I'm not interested in those activities. I have a focus. I know who I want to be. I don't know the steps to take to get there, but I'm figuring out a step every day and taking it as much as I can. I have withdrawal. A drop in functioning. That's the next sign and symptom. An unusual drop in functioning at school, work, or social activities, such as quitting sports, failing in school, or difficulty performing familiar tasks. Well, they were training us as we were growing up. Training us by putting us in school, training us to repeat what they say, regurgitate what they say and reward us if we're doing it correctly no it doesn't matter if 
what they're saying is true or not. If they tell us a fact and we can respond with that same fact and nod our head, we get an A. They say join the team. And in the team and during in the teamwork, it's not about you, it's about everyone. Don't think of yourself. Think of everyone. Everybody move together. And we do that for years and years and enjoy ourselves, enjoy the camaraderie. But at some point, we decide, I want to think about myself first. So if you start thinking about yourself first, and you realize that I don't want to regurgitate information that somebody gave me and be rewarded with their approval, you have a drop in functioning because now you can't, now you're not interested in doing those things you were doing before. That's a sign of mental illness. That's what this says. Problems thinking. Problems with concentrating, memory, or logical thought, and speech that are hard to explain. That's a dreamer. Nobody's perfect. Increased sensitivity. Heightened sensitivity to sight, sound, smells, or touch. Avoidance of overstimulating situations. Okay. I'm getting older. All of that... It get on my nerves. I'm not fascinated by the lights at the rave anymore. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being sensitive? Apathy. Loss of initiative or desire to participate in any activity. Dude, you grow up. And you realize that most of this is BS. And you don't want to sit there and support somebody else's dreams anymore. And even if you may not have a specific dream of your own, you know you're not trying to help them push their goals anymore. So I don't want that. Now I need this moment to myself to figure out what I want to do for myself. And no, I'm not going to participate in your activities anymore. I just need some time to figure out who I am and where I'm trying to go. But that's a sign of mental illness. Feeling disconnected is the next one. It says a vague feeling of being disconnected from oneself or one's surroundings, a sense of unreality. We don't belong here. This life experience, in my opinion, is an experience. It's not home. So anytime we feel disconnected, it's because we aren't connected to this. This whole thing, to me, is an illusion. That we need to be here to enjoy this experience. This isn't reality. But when you think like that, when you when you have that belief and you know that you're disconnected from this because this isn't real, that's a sign of mental illness. Illogical thinking. Unusual or exaggerated beliefs about personal powers to understand meanings or influence events. Illogical or magical thinking, typical of childhood in an adult. Wow. I'm illogical because I believe in my personal power. I'm illogical because I create my own definitions for things instead of going by what somebody else told me to believe and to think. 
I'm illogical because I think that I can influence events. I'm illogical because I think I am magic. Something's wrong with me. I'm supposed to be powerless. I'm supposed to just follow the the trends. I'm not supposed to think there's anything special about me. I'm not supposed to think I can break world records. I'm not supposed to think I can influence others. I'm not supposed to think I can help change the world and make it better. Because that's illogical. I believe as children, we are more aware of our power, more aware of our potential. And as we grow up, we have it beaten out of us. And they tell us that something's wrong with you if you don't sit here and walk in a straight line, go sit in this office, sit down, contribute to our capital gains, and then go home. But I'm illogical, you know. So nervousness is the next one. Fear or suspiciousness of others or a strong nervous feeling. Okay. Well, I have anxiety. According to what the mental health professionals say, I consistently am suspicious. Because this world is not a safe place to be. There's so much competition going on. There's so many people trying to prove that they're better because they want the applause of others. They want to feel that they're conquerors. They want to feel like they're leaders and they only can do it by sabotaging someone else's success or trying to hurt others in the process. And you wonder why I'm nervous. Because at any any given moment, I can walk out my door and a man can walk up to me and grab my private parts and nothing happens. And you wonder why I'm nervous. Because for years I can be abused and I can tell people left and right, help, 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 tell them to stop, tell them to stop, and nobody listened to me. And you wonder why I'm nervous. Because I can be threatened at work about losing my job if I don't do what this particular person says I need to do that is not in line with my values and there's nobody I can report it to. And you wonder why I'm nervous. The very last one that they have is unusual behavior. Wow. They describe it as odd, uncharacteristic, peculiar behavior. Unusual behavior. Every single entertainer has unusual and peculiar behavior. Every single eccentric person who has made a name for themselves has a distinct personality so basically they're saying they're saying that if you're not if you don't wake up smiling hop out of bed put on your dockers jump in your camry drive to your cubicle eat your um salmon for lunch go to work go to work out after work then come home and live in your um expensive cubicle Something's wrong with you. Is something really wrong with you? 
Or are you daring to live outside of the norm? And if you live outside of the norm and create your own life for yourself, which the most successful people do, they all create their own paths. They all create their own niche. They all decide, this is the life I want to live. This is what I have to offer this world. This is how I'm going to get it. And I'm not going to follow the beaten path to the office and back. But they're mentally ill. Because that's unusual. It's unusual. And it's wrong. So I don't have a problem with helping people to understand things about themselves if they want to change these things oh I don't feel comfortable with my unusual behavior if you come to me and you say that I'll say okay I respect that what is it that you don't feel comfortable with but if I'm being myself all happy-go-lucky I'm living my unusual life I'm immersed in my emotions whenever they come and whenever they go and nothing I'm not complaining to anyone don't tell me that something is wrong with me Because I'm not living up to your expectations. Don't tell me I'm mentally ill because I won't behave in the way that you want me to for your benefit. But I take it. I've learned to take it. I take the mentally ill label. I I embrace it. Because what? Because time and time again, as I study great leadership, as I study people who have made impact on our culture, on our society, and on the world, their mental illness was directly related to their mental brilliance. And you can look at these signs and you can convince yourself that something is wrong with you, or you can look at these signs and you can say to yourself, I'm on the right path. I'm thinking outside the box. I'm set to influence the world. What am I going to do next? You're listening to Mental Illness, Mental Brilliance. I am Tierica Patterson, and I'll talk to you soon.